Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. We're promoting a podcast. You know, that's, we like compete against, this is radio. No, we, we made it ourselves? Oh, okay. Oh, shoot, did I have the microphone on? Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, welcome back. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, podcast. I am a, a big fan of podcasts. You know here at KSL, we produce uh, some world-class podcasts. Think of Cold. Uh, think of... Uh, all, all of the great ones that you have encountered listening to KSL podcasts. And there is a, a new one in the library. This called Relentlessly Resilient. And I am uh, joined right now by a good friend of mine. Michelle Scharf is the host, the co-host of Relentlessly Resilient. She, alongside Jenny Taylor, a name you have come to know uh, here in this community, they host this program, uh, this new podcast together. And I am honored to be joined by Michelle. Now, Michelle, how are you? I am doing great, and I'm so excited to talk to you, Lee. <laughs> Your listeners don't know, but really, I ran into you literally on your run in Salt Lake, and you asked me, hey, how you doing? It's been a long time, and we were catching up, and, and you asked me what I was up to, and I'm like, well, I recently just quit my job, but I want to do this podcast, <laughs> and um you asked me what it would be on and, and what it would be about, and I told you, and you're like, you know, you need to talk to Cheryl. And so you made that connection with me, and here we are. I can't believe this is happening, all from literally running into you on your jog. <laughs> I, for, I forgot. I knew that we had crossed paths uh, accidentally in the street. I didn't re- realize that I was probably like a, a sweaty, heavy-breathing mess as we passed by <laughs> one another, but I am glad that we did. And when you shared with too. me, when you shared with me the the details of of what you were hoping to create in this podcast, I I w- w- was touched and I was eager to hear what it would turn into. D- describe for us what uh, what goes into this podcast and what uh, what themes you're focusing on. So it's really just about real life and the struggles that we all face, and it could be a small struggle. Uh, one of our guests talks about. Um, being a young mom, and she broke her knee um, water skiing, and the challenges that that presented for her, and the lessons that she learned, and having to reevaluate what's really important, what were crucial things that really needed to be taken care of for her family, and what things could really just be laid aside. And, you know, that story is really, I think, uh, applicable to people who right now are dealing with COVID and the challenges that we're facing, just all of us. Uh, rearranging schedules or having kids at home and trying to juggle work schedules and all of the things that come in with that. And, you know, we do talk with other widows and widowers and their journey and the processes that they went through. Um, 
in losing their spouses, uh, it's not the only thing we're talking about. Uh, When I pitched this to Jenny, I was like, you know, I'd really like to include military. We hear a lot about the military, but we don't necessarily hear a lot of the stories about how their service impacted their life. And we do want to hear from, and we will be hearing from Gold Star families, but we also are going to be hearing from people who have had uh, personal injuries or sacrifices and lifelong um, challenges from their time in service and, uh, you know, how they're facing those challenges and how, how they're moving forward in their life. And so, you know, the theme is really the first 10, 15 minutes, we really talk about the trial, the journey, the struggle, and sometimes it's hard to listen to. It's, it's, it can be gut-wrenching to hear these stories and, and connect with um, the pain that these families have felt. And then we move forward and, and we talk about, you know, what kind of things did you do? How does that connect to our human nature, our ability to be resilient and rise above these things? And how are you moving forward today? And, and hopefully that that is where our yeah. community will find inspiration to understand that we're all dealing with some really hard things. And some of us have multiple hard things on top of COVID that we're dealing with. And, you know, the takeaway, hopefully, is that we'll just remember to be a little bit kinder to one another, maybe make room and allowances for people in this world, and just be a little bit more uh, patient and forgiving with one another. We're speaking with Michelle Scharf, the co-host of a new KSL podcast entitled Relentlessly Resilient. Her co-host, Jenny Taylor, uh, a name you likely recognize, lost her husband, Major Brent Taylor, when he was uh, killed in the service uh, of our country in Afghanistan. Uh, Michelle, you too uh, have lost uh, a husband, and and that drew you and Miss Taylor together. It did, but really I don't think that those two things would have ever created our paths crossing had it not been for the fact that Brent and I were political friends. I'd never met him in the real world, but we were part of a social media group, a private little group. And um, in that group, I would share some really vulnerable things that I didn't find it appropriate to share um, on on my public Facebook wall. And, uh, I was drawing support from from the, those groups of friends and the ability to just keep going in in the trial of losing my husband. My husband was diagnosed with metastatic prostate cancer. He was uh, he struggled for 22 months before we lost him. And uh, in that trial, uh, I was getting ready to put on his celebration of life, and Major Brent Taylor sent me a message from Afghanistan with a picture of a flag and the printed obituary picture of my husband attached to it. And he's flying that flag at the top of the mountain in honor of my family and, um, and my husband. And it was a tender act of love that I can't really put into I can't really articulate words just don't do justice for all of the emotions that I was feeling that morning when I opened that message and had that gift given to me. Um, 
it, it gave me the courage to get up. And it was also a message to let me know that I had people that would support me, that would love me, and that were there to help protect me, which were the things that my husband was most concerned about leaving me. So it was an incredible gift. And Jenny and I's life didn't cross paths until she found that flag um, later. And it was about December that I ended up picking it up after he had passed away. And then we've, of course, stayed in touch. And of course, she's been very in the news and in the media. And um, she has now been welcomed into that small little uh, social media group. And we've continued to foster our relationship. And you know, we had an opportunity to do some service for the Utah National Guard. I was very excited about being able to participate in that. And we took the National Guard some Gatorade to be able to have out on patrols when we were having um, the protest earlier this year. And it was that night that I, I approached her with the idea. I called her later that night when I got home and I said, hey, I have this idea for this podcast. And I think that you need to be the co-host and you can bring in those military families and and what do you think about this and she's like I've wanted to do this for military families and I said well I would love to do it together and and have just real people real lives yeah. people in our community and she and and let's do both and and so we worked on it together and here we are outstanding uh, Michelle, this is a beautiful thing. Uh, those curious to listen, the podcast, again, is called Relentlessly Resilient, available at kslpodcast.com or wherever you download your podcast. It's you, Michelle, along with co-host Jenny Taylor, talking about uh, and talking with individuals who have endured great loss, uh, but as the title would indicate, demonstrated afterward uh, relentless resiliency. I look very much forward to uh, hearing the story and the lessons learned learned from uh, Tony and Amy Galvez, who lost their son, Marine Corporal Adam uh, Galvez, in 2006 when, when he lost his life in Iraq, plus uh, other stories uh, that you have to share in this podcast. Again, Relentlessly Resilient, available at kslpodcast.com. Michelle Sharp, congratulations, and thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lee. All righty. Uh, wonderful thing. I, I insist you go give that podcast a listen. We'll take a break right now. When we return, I want to talk to you for a bit about the Affordable Care Act. Specifically, it's day in court or it's third day in court, I guess, depending on how you count it. The Supreme Court took a look at the Affordable Care Act just yesterday. Uh, don't have a decision yet, but there are some indicators of how things will go. We'll dig into that next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.